Hi folks, welcome to the next edition of um, Serverless Crack, it's me Dave Anderson. I'm a technical fellow at Bizarre Voice and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Uh, Mark McCann, architect of Globalization Partners and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Hey everyone, Michael O'Reilly, software architect with Globalization Partners and contributor with the Serverless Edge. Hello. So how are we doing? We thought we'd, we were sitting to have a conversation there. And one of the things that we've talked a lot about is clarity of purpose. Yeah. And for many teams, trying to figure out why you're building, what you're building is such a good question to ask. And you find out, well, I've certainly found in my career, most teams don't really understand why they're building what they're building. And sometimes it's known by somebody, but rarely the, the, the team. And when you look at... Um, some of the models around kind of creating software. One of the great ones I think is the Produce Design Console. They have the double diamond and on the left is discover and on the right is delivery. So discovery and delivery. We always talk about delivery. We obsess about it. We very rarely do product well and, and or discovery well. And good product is really about discovery. And one of the people who've nailed this best is probably uh, Melissa Perry, in her book, The Build Trap. She talks about people just blindly building, building backlogs. Um, without naming any names, I'm sure you both are familiar with that pattern. Oh yes, it's, it happens uh, everywhere. You know? It happens everywhere, and it's it's it's, com it's comfortable for teams, right? It's they're in their groove, and they just knock out another widget or another ticket or another you know feature without thinking about you know um, easy the, the impact and who's it actually for, and did it actually make a difference? You know, I think I think we've seen that throughout our careers that you know you can fall into that. That uh, just that build trap as Melissa sort of articulates it. It's a uh, you know, hey, gets 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 the gears, tickets closed, right? Gets gets the storage complete, gets the sprint done, and hey, move on, right? So it's um, I think in in today's world, everyone, especially now, everyone's looking for a bit more purpose and a bit more meaning to their to their work. So, um, which takes us back to discovery and really understanding what are the what are the real impactful things you could be working on. And there's a million frameworks to talk about this, but I find people generally don't know what the whole move from project to product was mm -hmm. supposed to fix this, but I don't think it has because there's loads of product managers who just have people building like Bilio, um, which is okay, but we often we build the wrong thing. Um, one of the great sayings is, um, what was it? Build the thing right, build the right thing, build it quickly. We're good at building quickly. We're good at building the thing right. But we're not very good at building the right thing, yeah. and that's what breaks companies sometimes. Building the wrong thing is very, very expensive. Yeah, and I think especially with like the work we've all been doing for for a number of years is you know um, streamlining development processes and building high performance teams. We ourselves can fall into that trap as well. Here's all these patterns. Here's this uh, automation that you can leverage. Here, just just go hit that button away you go. But you need to make sure you always take a step back and ask, you know, what's it for? Who's it for? And what yeah. impact is it going to have? Right. Because if you find it, if you don't understand the impact that you're trying to have, then how can you actually do the right thing? How can you build the right thing? Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you, you know, what does success look like? You know, what are the conversations that you're having around potential approaches and ways to kind of achieve that success? It all ties back to data and metrics and really understanding the problem that you're, you're trying to solve. And if you're not doing that, um, and through all the world, and we're like all the good intent, there's lots of good teams and good engineers and whatever, but how can they be building the right thing if they don't understand 
you know what success is or what the you know what is the problem we're actually trying to solve and what are you know what are our options um so yeah i i think it's uh i think it's 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 a challenging thing to be able to do really well and i, I do think um a lot of the the frameworks that we do talk about like the you know um around mindset and helping you think in, in a certain way um you know not not necessarily coming up with them they're in the end but how to think about it and what you yeah. need to actually solve for it right so yeah so, um, I think one of the big things we, we very much lean heavily on is it's a team activity. It's not something that is handed down to you. Here's yeah. your purpose and here's your here's your North Star. You want to make it a facilitated collaborative um, endeavor so that so that everyone is a stakeholder and everyone's opinion is heard and they all have a shared understanding of what their purpose is. I think that's super powerful and we're seeing that a lot, especially with remote working. It's, it's really easy to get everybody on a Zoom call, fiber mirror board or you know, collaborative board and you know, work together to figure out, well, what is our what is our North Star? What is our purpose? You know, who are our users? What are their needs? And and that's super powerful because it gets everyone on the same page and, and helps them all yeah. understand what they're doing. It's a leadership thing too. Like because I think if you can um if you can represent your work in terms of the numbers and the impact that you're having, you you can't help but make good decisions. Yeah. So like if you're uh if you know what your North Star kind of measure is, right? And how that ties to the kind of medium or long-term business goals and the impact it's having on those, and then being able to track that back to what you're doing from a work perspective, it just makes things way more easy. Yeah. You know, it takes guessing out of out of the thing. Now you're you're experimenting and and again, other thing we talk about is around rapid delivery moving fast, but you can only do that when you know the game you're in and the game you're playing and I know that's part of the, the the playbook is what is your game and and how are you working around it. So it so for me it just it just it's a leadership quality. You know it makes you it helps you prioritize the right things. It helps you make good good decisions. We should you know it's it's, it's something enough. we should be doing. Yeah, like in the book we we've got we've got our, our value flywheel and the first phase is that clarity of purpose and and the persona we base that on is is the the leader like the CEO. You know mm -hmm. someone needs to drive the purpose and. One of the things we find super helpful for that, which is still not super well understood, is the North Star framework from Amplitude. We discovered that a few years ago and collectively blew our minds and been using it ever since. And it's it's a real neat framework. One of the things I think is, is nicest about it is the idea of leading and lagging metrics. And we've mm -hmm. been talking about that for ages, even through the four disciplines of execution was our first version of that. Just that idea of understanding what your lead and lag metrics and then how you build the work into a, a North Star metric and then a long-term goal. Um, I mean, any thoughts on that, Like, Because it's something we've been using quite a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great framework. And the Amplitude and John Cutler and, the, and all those folks have done a fantastic job in making it consumable and making it uh, really usable. So we've been leveraging that heavily. And it's 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 a simple framework that people can get and you know even in a, like an hour long session you can get through quite a, quite a lot and you know teams can really share and collaborate and i think you know the the online collaboration tools have helped make this a lot easier you know it's, it's uh, you don't need to be physically present anymore you just do it online remote which is great but yeah it, it's it's been great and we 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 tailored a little bit with we had a bit of sort of almost like pre-worldly mapping to it as well around you know, what's your scope what's your purpose you know, who are your users? What are their needs? Is almost setting the context to lead into the North Star. 
So it gets everybody back on the same page. But oh, I forgot about that user. I forgot we we do this thing for these 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 people and they have these needs. So it helps get them all on the same page around setting the the context, and making sure they have situational awareness. But yeah, the North Star is great. And like we we often joke, what what we're aiming for here is that you can walk around or you can ping somebody and say, hey, what what are you working on? And how's how's it related to to your North Star? And they should have a sort of coherent answer. And, and I think one one of the things. That, Big things about this is, is and we, we noticed this with Wardley Mapping as well, it invites challenge. You're not challenging a person, you're not challenging the team. You're starting to have a conversation about the North Star metrics and the K, and K, input metrics and the KPIs and the work aligned to that. You're not challenging a person. So again, yeah. it invites that you know, safe space for, for that, uh, that challenge to happen, which is great. Yeah, I mean, the playbooks, the playbook itself is kind of well-written, you know, um, if you're experienced in software or working in product, you'll you'll pick it up right and quick. I definitely like the, the the lag and lead measures concept is you know really good. You know in terms of you know the the exercise in itself is you coming up with those lead measures. How do I influence the the lag measure that's that can't be a vanity metric? You know I think you said earlier in the call. You know developer teams will keep them. Development teams can't keep themselves busy sometimes. Change chasing vanity metrics you know gamification of vanity metrics it's fun it's good but actual fact really what you want is what's my lead measures what are what are the things and you know that i have uh can have impact on to have that overall impact on the business success which yeah. is obviously the, the lagging measure so it's definitely worth a read um really quick thing to get through and there's lots of different ways to run it you know to your point mark we've kind of got our own flavor of it and but yeah you can you can adapt it to almost anything it's just a really good way of I love the traceability of the North Star, you know, right from the business. You can go from the business metrics back or you can go from the work to the business metrics. That's what I, I think that's the real power of it. Yeah, You can also cascade them into teams as well. So you might have an overall organizational the North work. Star and then each team can have their own North Star and then it will align to the broader organizational North Star as well, which is very powerful. And advanced level stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's good one as well about the, the lead metrics. What I like about the, the framework itself is it gives you all these wee hints about what makes a good metric. And, you know, clearly stuff like story points is not. You know I mean, I, I did a thousand story points this week. Woohoo! You know, yeah. it's it's nonsense. Um, so I think it's, there's, there's nice about different types of transactional and activation and user metrics and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and what value means and stuff. It's, it's, it's great to make you think. I mean, that's a lot of stuff is second nature to good product people, but for anyone else, it's, it's, it's hard to quantify those. Like you really need to think deeply about those. Yeah, um, you need to tailor it a little bit for engineering teams as well that aren't maybe as product facing as some of the, the true product teams. So you need to sometimes tailor some of the, some of the conversations and steer them in that direction. What about level of detail? Do you keep it at a fairly high level? Because I know sometimes some product people I work with, they will have mirror board and you've got like 300 stickies all of a sudden. People just go super, super deep. Have you been successful in keeping it at a nice level where it sort of fits in your head, as they say? Um, I think that is a hard thing. You, the North Star itself primarily is a collaboration exercise and it's a way of, it's a mindset shift, you know, and, and so it's, and it's a way it's a really good way of discussing your priorities and really getting into what you're trying to achieve and accomplish. You know, that's it. That's mm -hmm. the North star first and foremost. I think really what you've got to work from then is, you know, what are you taking from it? You know, so uh, we've, had, we've had good thinking exercises. We like the structure and then you can apply that structure to what you do on a, on, you can go back. So like we've, 
we ruthlessly kind of prioritize and you know what can we measure and what are the things you got access to and and we we use that so it's it does take a bit of work um to kind of narrow in but you gotta you gotta have the right people in the room i think in order to be able to do that as well um yeah. you know so That's your true. business people and well, it's actually you can, go, you can go deep as well and get lots of your input metrics and then you take a second pass on it and you, you extract it, the essence of it to make it more consumable and more actionable yeah, and one thing as well, it's really it, it is really about the conversation. It's not a it's not a who can get the most stickies on the board competition. It's actually with the conversation and the group of people, which is important. So then, just just before we close out, anybody like around the topic of clarity of purpose, do you want to fire a couple of couple of names or a couple of books or a couple of things worth looking at? Who wants to go first? I guess I rapidly you, think you mentioned Melissa Perry. who was keeping the bill traps. You know, analyst. You know, Ellen by Marty Kagan. It's great. Um, and then the Amplitude the, guys, John Cutler, so they're just prolific and they're, they're fantastic at sharing you know, widely. Yeah, that's who I would have said. Like, um, Marty Keegan does cracking blogs on, on, the, on the topic and, you know, his thinking is really spot on. Uh, Melissa Perry, I've done the, she does lots of good training and stuff as well, you know. Um, you, I think you mentioned the book earlier, Escaping the Bill Trap, and I think Marty Keegan's inspired book, isn't that right? I think that's the, yeah. one of the last ones he, he put out. And obviously John Cutler on social media is very active and very good to kind of feel in behind and, and, and follow and very interactive on, online as well, which is great. So. Yeah. And also our favorite Simon Sinek with Start With Why is brilliant and he's, he's yeah. golden circle. It's it's he's got some great stuff around kind of finding your why. Yeah. There, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um I mean, it wouldn't go up mental. I think there's a small number of people who are very good at it. It's not something where there's a ton of material. There's just a small number of people who are who are really kind of thought leaders in this space. But um, that's the crack anyway for clarity of purpose. So um, please give us a follow on at Serverless Age on Twitter and uh, look us up on theserverlessage.com for the blog and also on YouTube. Thanks very much. Thanks, everyone.